When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Moving on to the Texans-Bengals game, another good game, right? We, we, we forgot about that one, right? Like, that was yeah, a really, really forget. good game too, dude. <laughs> uh, well, it was so much earlier in the day. Uh, but C.J. Yeah. Stroud doing C.J. Stroud things, man. Like, great game. Obviously, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase getting it done. Tyler Boyd with the big game, 8 for 117. Trenton Irwin. Right, came through with the touchdown. But Tank Dell, you know, he was someone that we were all starting. He was probably, he probably had the biggest hype of any name going into week 10, right? He came through, yeah. didn't have this like ridiculously big game, but he came through with the touchdown. Um, you know, he got it done. A lot of us were starting Noah Brown, but damn, seven <laughs> catches for 172 yards, dude. Like he Great. went off, man. Like this was a good matchup coming in, right? Just remember who was on Noah Brown before he got hot. All right, just wanted to say that. Just remember who, 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 who told you there. about Noel Brown before, <laughs> before last game. All right, but anyway, um, I, I hate to say it though, like I'd be looking to sell, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I, I think it's kind of obvious. I, I'd only be looking to sell though once I know that Nico Collins is back. Okay, this is a calf injury, soft tissue injury. You never know; he can miss another game. Um, you know, and guess what? The Texans have the Cardinals next week. Okay, so. Uh, and, and by the way, Brown did transition a bit to the outside in this game. About 70% of his routes uh, were on the perimeter. And coming into week 10, Arizona has been bottom 10 against perimeter wide receivers in fantasy. So he should be in lineups next week if Nico Collins misses. Uh, but if Collins is back, I think we should probably be selling Brown. 21, 20, only 20% target share in this game, 18% last week. Uh, according to Fantasy Live's utilization report. So nothing to rave about in terms of his, like, you know, underlying utilization, right? The production was yeah. great, but the underlying utilization wasn't, like, popping off the page, okay? Uh, and by the way, he's still available in a ton of leagues. So you know, regardless of all that, he should be picked up, you know, wherever he's available, obviously. Yeah, absolutely needs to be picked up off the waiver wire if he's still there. He's been their chunk play guy over the past two games. Like, that's the best analysis I could come up with with for him you know over these past few games because like you mentioned the, the utilization hasn't been like amazing but it's good enough like he's obviously overproducing in terms of yards per catch that kind of thing he's, he's doing what he needs to do he's hyper efficient on his targets and catches but i think something has to be said for the way that cj stroud has been playing it's yeah. easy to label noah brown as a sell you know because up till last week and you said you mentioned this you were on this you know up until last week and now this week he was a fantasy nobody you said it yourself too he's still on a ton, available on a ton of waiver wires he's still not that kind of guy in fantasy yet i think we do call him a sell but at the same time like what's stopping him from having this kind of upside on a weekly basis i know nico collins mm -hmm. is out but is cj stroud playing at a high enough level for him to be pretty solid flex play on a weekly basis you know what i mean like this isn't a guy that's gonna just gonna fall off the map right now with the way cj yeah. stroud has been playing Nico Collins was out, too, last week. And that's when Noah Brown had the game that put him on the map. You know what I mean? The Texans are clearly competitive enough for that to be the case. I think Stroud's at the point where he's elevating the talent around him. Usage hasn't been perfect, 
but it's plenty enough to make him worth keeping. You know, I, yep. I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that you can sell out from Brown and walk away a little bit richer. You know, if there's a move, you can make move Brown, go get a surefire option or use him in a package deal to upgrade another position. I say go for it. But you, I think you can also hang on to him and have yourself a really nice weekly flex play. You can spot start, you know, on any given week just with the way CJ Stroud is playing right now. Like we weren't yeah. expecting CJ Stroud to really support more than one fantasy wide receiver at all. You know, this season, obviously, that was a low expectation. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, we were talking about Nico Collins being that guy, but now it's like all of these guys have a chance to be that type of guy. Tank Dell, we were talking about being the hot play coming in. Now Noah Brown's part of this passing attack. Dalton Schultz is stepping up. He's elevating people around him. And I think people are a little hesitant to say that, but that's what's happening right now. And also, just one other thing I, I mentioned, Tank Dell. He was on pace for a really good game then he went out with that injury you know he went out for just a little bit and then after that like the target share it was just Noah Brown's day the rest of the way because Tank Dell had I think it was like 15 fantasy points in the first quarter and to Noah Brown's like five and then suddenly he goes out with an injury and Noah Brown comes in like Tank Dell is still going to be plenty fine this offense too he gets plenty of targets he's doing what he needs to do but CJ Stroud gives all of these guys the opportunity to be fantasy relevant on a weekly basis and not just like a five or six point way eight point way like these guys could all have 100 yard games you know what i mean we just have to see it happen 100 percent, man and we talked about devin singletary coming into the week i said i said not to you know overvalue the production the lack of production that he had last week and to value the utilization that he had you know he was a full-time player he was a he was their the guy in the backfield and it worked out this week if you started him 30 carries for 150 yards and a touchdown uh that is a huge workload no other running back got a carry uh, that's awesome production. And now you have to wonder what happens when Damian Pierce comes back. And you have to wonder about Pierce's ankle injury too, right? He hasn't practiced at all for, for two weeks. So, my, yeah. I mean, it's probably a high ankle, right? Like, it, it, I, that's my assumption. Like, I don't think he just rolled his ankle and he's missing two weeks. I would assume it's right. a high ankle at this point. Um, I'm surprised they didn't put him on IR if that was the case. Um, but the Texans now have Arizona this upcoming week. Right, so Singletary can definitely be in lineups next week, regardless of whether Pierce is back or not. Well, you know, who knows if Pierce is even going to be one hundred percent if he does end up playing. Uh, but yeah, just monitor Pierce's practice status this week. Singletary, you know, was already eating into the workload. Remember, like a few weeks ago, he was like that waiver wire ad coming off of his buy. Um, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see if there's a change here uh, in this backfield at all. I, I think it's amazing the way that Damian Pierce has just fallen off the fantasy relevance map. Obviously, he's been out right? the past two weeks. But, like, we've seen this story a few times where a guy's just showing up on angry runs every week, and then he's consistently putting up empty yardage. <laughs> like, cool. Right. You can run through four guys for a nine-yard carry, but when you end up with only 40 yards on a day and no receiving work on top of that, you know, you're not useful in fantasy football. And that's what happened to Pierce. And now he's hurt, and Singletary's looking good. Like, it makes you wonder just how big a part of this offense he's going to be moving forward, especially with, I'd say, C.J. Stroud, the way that he's playing, like, they don't have to rely on the run game too much. At that point... If you want to rely on a hot hand like Singletary was today, you know, like is Damian Pierce going to be that hot hand guy? Is he just somebody that you kind of hammer the rock with? He's going to have like goal line upside maybe, and that's about it. So I think the way Singletary's been playing, you definitely have to be concerned as a Pierce manager if he's going to be able to be a start. Not, not that he was very good even when you started him, but now it's like a serious question of is the workload even going to be there? And like Before it was like a 50-50 split. Could we see Singletary take over this backfield a little bit? Even if it's 60-40, that's going to hurt Pierce a lot. You know, he, he's going to be somebody that had to keep on the edge I, of your bench. I, I feel like it's over for Pierce at this point, you know, as long as Singletary's healthy in terms of him taking over this backfield again. 
right? It, it, I think right. true, I think yeah. the I think the range of outcomes at this point is like somewhat close to a 50-50 split and Singletary being the 1A in this backfield. Um, do, do I see him taking over completely? I don't. I, I think Pierce is going to be involved somewhat, right? Like like you mentioned, 60-40. I kind of feel like the, the, the range of outcomes is kind of like 50-50 to 60-40, like in, in, in Singletary's, you know, or maybe, or like I would say 60-40 uh, from like, you know, Pierce being the 1A, to like 60 40 with Singletary being the one day like that's right. like a it's like a really small range of outcomes but like it kind of sucks for both but it i think it definitely sucks yeah. for pierce that's for sure yeah you, what you're saying <laughs> is like the tipping point is never going to be further than 60 40 in one way it, I, it's I not going so. to be that's my guess is that what, is that what you mean yeah at, at this point yep, yep. I, i'm yep, with you on that one it's yeah. just like and then also with the same way cj stroud's playing like you know if they end up going past first and they're in these competitive games they're going to put the ball in cj stroud's hands you know it just happened that devin mm-hmm. singletary had a great yeah. game this week but remember last week cj stroud had that huge game and how many points did devin singletary have he's single digits exactly. we weren't even it talking was about all it. it was all cj stroud last week and yeah. pretty much all it was almost all cj stroud this week it was like singletary's like 30 carries just went really unnoticed honestly until i looked at the box score yeah, it, it really did. And I think part of that was because the Texans were up comfortably mm-hmm. for most of the day. It was weird. Exactly. It was a weird sequence because he ended up, CJ Stroud, having a good day as well. You know, the rushing touchdown helped. But it was just, like we talked about, really good game to watch. So yeah, Well, we it was that Jamar Chase like, touchdown. You know, it was that Jamar Chase long touchdown that was like, okay, yeah. Bengals mm-hmm. are back in, right? And then yeah. you know, it ended up being a close game. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 